This is Blagowitz in San Francisco talking and thinking about opening bands and headline bands and what it means to be both. That was a recording from Marco Benevento, who's a uh, piano keyboardist in Brooklyn, who's amazing. And I've seen him a couple times now, and he rips, and um, I'm pretty sure he's part of the jazz scene in New York. Uh, I saw him recently here in San Francisco uh, at a mid-size venue called The Independent, and um, Here's another kind of example of him getting a little bit more into it and warmed up. Part of the experience of seeing, I think, a musician like this is that you know they're going to kind of escalate and escalate and there's going to be this kind of growing, building experience, um, large parts of which are probably improvised, which is great. Uh, but on this particular night at the Independent, um, you know, and this could have as much to do with the mood, a particular mood or frame of mind I was in as anything else. but. I just found myself sort of losing interest with the growing, escalating uh, vibe of the music and wanting more structure and more um, energy that just, I don't know, something different. Um, and I got that with the opening band on this particular night, which happened to be the Mike Dillon band. Mike Dillon band, uh, they're pretty sure they're based in New Orleans. Uh, Mike Dillon's from Texas originally, and he plays the vibraphone. Um, 
And uh, this band just really struck me as interesting. That track that we just heard is actually not a very great representation of their live kind of act, but they have a um, a young woman on trombone and they have um, a guitar player and a drummer. And I just liked it because the songs felt a bit shorter and tighter and had a purpose. There was a real kind of jazz controlled jazz influence, but it also felt really raw and almost had sort of a punk rock kind of energy to it. So I left this particular show just really thinking about the whole notion of the opening band, because nine times out of ten when I talk to friends about music, there there usually tends to be that throwaway comment about the opening band, how, well, if we miss them, it's okay. Um, or it's just the opening band. And, you know, this is completely taps into my own personal experience where as a musician who's played in many, many opening bands, um, you know, obviously that kind of attitude isn't really what I'm looking for. Um, But this night was just a great reminder of how an opening band can really kind of steal the show. But... It can go both ways because I went to a show not long after that where the opening band uh, was kind of a disaster. song, this band in general, sounds great, perfectly harmless. This is a band called Afrolicious from San Francisco or here in the Bay Area. They're they're a great band and I think they're really well respected here. Um, And they're clearly really into what they're doing, which is uh, delivering the funk. Um, But on this particular night, it just, the funk just seemed to kind of go and go and I got pretty funked out. And um, the band, they were the opening band, and they just seemed to keep playing and playing. And there was a sense that really everybody was there to see Budos band and kind of wanted that performance to happen. But they kind of took their time getting off the stage as if it was their party and the headline band, the Budos band, just happened to be along for the ride. So that kind of got me thinking about etiquette Um, and how even if the opening band is kind of owning it, uh, still got to finish on time. And then when the Budos band, who's from Staten Island, uh, came out, they just sort of took ownership over the stage, and they were sort of clear and focused and determined about what they were doing, which was uh, sort of a welcome reprieve and a reminder of what Really, both bands, but certainly the headline band should be there to accomplish. So we'll go out with this track from Budo's band. (laughs) 